<clears throat> and I heard God laughing by Hafiz. A divine invitation. You have been invited to meet the friend. No one can resist a divine invitation. That narrows down all our choices to just two. We can come to God dressed for dancing or be carried on a stretcher to God's word. So either way you're going to get there. I dance. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. You starting or me? You are. Okay. Surprise. I always try to avoid to begin, so it doesn't work. <laughs> Go ahead, try to avoid. Get on the stretcher. <laughs> Remember, God first and God only. Really, all that matters is God. Everything else is transitory, it's God and expression. It's just a movement of that spirit of loving. And it's a river of loving that carries our soul through all of God's creation, through all of expression. It is simply a journey of experience. But none of it matters. What matters is the beingness that you are, that we are, that God is. It's that beingness upon which this path to sun and light is awakening us once again, into the truth of who we are and the truth of this journey, the journey of the soul. But none of that matters. All that matters is God. If you can remember that, then no matter what's going on or taking place in your life physically or mentally, emotionally, and of course unconsciously, imaginatively, and all that, then none of that really matters. And that the easiest way to remind yourself is simply to close your eyes and focus at the seat of the soul and begin loving God. Because that's all that matters, is that loving of God. Because that's what God is. And so as we focus into that, as we move our attention into that, we come into that place of what that is, the beingness of God. And then all the rest, it just moves on by. That's why we often talk about the river and the journey of the soul. If you can imagine, or if you've ever been in a river, in a canoe or an inner tube or just floating, you go on the stream or the current and you allow the current just to carry you, you're in the river, but along the way, You're seeing all kinds of different scenery. If you can think of the simplicity of the journey of the soul, it's like getting in the river and just allowing the river to carry you. And you get to experience all the scenery along the way. And so the journey of the soul is that river of loving. It's a movement. In that movement, we see God's beingness put forth into expression. And that's what we call the creation. 
There's both the spiritual creation and the physical creation, the land of reflection. But yet the Holy Spirit, God's loving, moves in and through all of it. This path to sound and light is that river of loving that carries the soul in and through all of it. So it's like getting in a river and just floating and allowing that sound current, that light current to carry you. And it's easy, it's gentle, it's moving, it's loving. And really all we have to do is that action of meditation to bring ourselves focused into that river of loving by focusing our attention, by chanting the names of God, by loving God. That is the simplest way that I have found to bring myself not only into the loving, but also to bring myself out of all of the disturbance or the distractions, all that which is transitory in nature, the reflection, that which is impermanent, imperfect, untrue. So think about that and then do it. Do the loving. That's really the answer to all your questions, to all your problems, your concerns, your worries and fears, the judgments, the distractions, the disturbances, the stressors, those things that freak you out. You want to get out of the freak out? Then go into the loving. Don't even try looking for all these other ways to try to get out of it. Because all you're going to do is distract yourself. You'll do some other imaginary or mental or emotional technique that maybe temporarily helps you to get out of the disturbance or distraction you were in. But then ultimately, that becomes your distraction because you're more focused in the mind and the emotions. Or like for me in the beginning, I started with visualization, creative visualization. That really helped me to begin to focus the faculty of the imagination. And it was wonderful and it served me very well for a short period of time. But then that became the distraction because I got caught up in imagining or visualizing those things I wanted, not only in the world, but even what I wanted as far as joy or happiness or peace in God too. I was even imagining God. And so for a little while it served me because it began to focus my attention on what I wanted to move in the direction in which I wanted to experience. But then after a while, as it fulfilled in a sense that which I intended it for, then as I began to rise above the imagination and spirit through the loving, because the imagination brought me into the loving, but then as the loving carried me, it brought me above the imagination. And when that takes place, then the imagination if we begin to visualize or imagine, guess what? If we're above the imagination we go back into it, we're simply drawing ourselves back down. Rather than going up higher in the spirit, we are drawing ourselves back down into a lower level. So be aware of these things. Pay attention. Even in your meditation, once you get above the imagination, of course, we have the emotions. A lot of us, I like to feel good. 
it's a lot of my focus. It's, golly, I'd like to feel good all the time. And so when I don't feel good, if I'm in reaction or disturbance and pain of some kind, I'll start to go inside the spirit looking for the good feelings, to feel good, to feel the loving, to feel that oneness, a fullness. And it works to a degree once again. It helps move me out of disturbance, stress, fear, judgment. And then I float in this pool of loving emotion. Feels great for a while, but then all of a sudden it begins to move. And what do the emotions do? They bring us down and out once again to participate, to get caught up back in the world because by certain actions, well, this makes me feel good and that makes me feel bad. So I'm going to let my emotions guide me to what makes me feel good and avoid those things that feel bad. But it's all of the emotional nature. Because guess what? What if your soul needs to go into some of the bad feelings so that it can experience, that it can love those areas so that it can get free? Because if we avoid even the negative feelings or thoughts or fears. It's that avoidance or resistance that causes us to create separation within ourselves. And it's that separation that is the illusion. Resist not evil. Avoid not the negative or the unpleasant feelings and experiences. Now, I'm not saying go in there and try to create them. I'm just saying don't avoid them. If they come up, if you're experiencing be upset or hurt, feeling the pain of separation, let it be okay. Allow yourself to experience that. Don't make it wrong or bad. This is not a pathway of positive thinking over avoiding the negative. This is a pathway of loving. So what we want to do is allow room or space for all the experiences that happen in this land of polarity, the good and the bad, the positive and the negative, because that's inside each of us in these realms. But if we allow the space for that, there's no resistance. Then there's no fears or judgments. There's no separation within ourselves so that that loving of the Spirit can come into all of it. And it is that loving that we allow in to all of our experience that gives us the freedom from the experience. Do you get that? You allow the loving into your experience. That's how you allow yourself the freedom from the experience. So I found to keep coming present to the seat of the soul where the loving is. And as I live in the loving, that loving will go into even those areas and the emotions, the feel good or the feel bad. And then as I allow the loving in there, the loving begins to lift me out of all of it. You want to get out of the feeling bad? Allow yourself to be okay with being in feeling bad and then focus into the loving and allow the loving to come in there. This is how you set yourself free, how you lift yourself by where you choose to place your attention and focus. And then, of course, we begin to move now above the emotions into the mind. 
What do we think? What are our beliefs? What are those concepts, those structures we've created or we've bought into? This is the right way. That's the wrong way. Right and wrong. Good and evil. The morals, the ethics, the moral codes of society. What do we do? Yeah, be nice, be kind, be loving, be caring, be sharing, be charitable. So we may do that. But then, what do we also do? Do we place judgment on that which is not moral or ethical? Do we fear? What else do we do in the mind? Because we're supposed to be a certain way, but no, that way is not okay. What do we do? So this is the journey of awakening through all these different levels of consciousness. So pay attention. So in the mind, as you pay attention, you begin to learn and to discover what it is that this mind does, that your mind does, that the universal mind does. It begins to awaken. But once again, as you pay attention, You'll become aware of that process in which you choose to participate. And often these choices are unconscious because they were choices made long ago. And we're just habitually now participating in those actions. Those things are often running us, unbeknownst to us, on a conscious level. But as we begin to meditate and focus more and more on the loving, we just automatically begin to rise above the mind, rise through it, where the light sheds on the darkness, which is the mind still. The light of loving will come in and illuminate all those beliefs, those concepts, those mental structures in which we live and keep repeating over and over. What they say the definition of craziness is, doing the same thing over and over, Expecting it to change or something like that? That's what the mind does. So in meditation, we begin to rise above the mind. Begin to awaken into those belief systems in which we have bought into, have chosen into, or have created, in which we live our lives. But then, once we even become aware of that, what do we do to ourselves? Well, first, if you were like me, I usually judge and made myself wrong. But then, of course, when I judge and make myself wrong, then what happens? Well, the emotions kick up, and then I don't like how I feel. And, of course, the imagination starts visualizing all these negative things, and then the physical experience is usually painful and not pleasant. Isn't it amazing how these all work together? So when you find yourself doing that, just remind yourself, oh yeah, look what I'm doing right now. It's just a choice. Let me choose the loving. Let me move back to where the loving resides at the seat of the soul and live from there and allow that loving to pour into the mind, to bring quiet, peace, alignment. Let the thoughts align with the loving. What do they say? The mind makes a terrible master, but a wonderful servant. So let the mind serve the spirit, the flow of loving. And realize this takes a while. 
to even discover what the heck that is. Because often, on this journey, we'll mistake the mind and the soul. What is the consciousness of soul? What is the awareness of mind? That's a big part. Because the soul has gotten so tied in a knot, the Gordian knot. You've heard that story. The soul has gotten so entangled with the mind. Because the soul and its conscious awareness, we may mistake conscious awareness of spirit. We may mistake it for knowing in the mind or knowledge. That's part of the journey. But that which cuts that knot, the Gordian knot, is that sort of truth, that sort of loving. The wonderful thing is, that sword and truth is so gentle. We think of a sword here and a knot, how cutting in that way can be so brutal or rough. It's not like that in spirit. The sword of truth in spirit is just a beingness. It's a light. And as that light passes through, yes, it severs and cuts loose, but it's like a wind. It's like a wind passing through. And it's that wind that sets the soul free from the entanglements of the mind, those strings of attachment, those belief systems in which we've allowed ourselves and gotten caught up into. So again, how do we set ourselves free of the mind? Through the loving. It doesn't matter which level of consciousness we're speaking of here. It is through the actions of loving that we move to the place of loving. Don't you often find, you hear us talk about loving, acceptance, forgiveness. Don't you ever find yourself trying to apply those tools on certain things in your life and at times it just doesn't seem to work for you or maybe a lot of the time it doesn't seem to work for you? Only some of the time? Why does it work sometimes but other times it doesn't? Usually when we're really caught up and stressed out by situations is usually when it doesn't seem to be working. Well, guess why? Because we're caught up in those situations. Loving acceptance and forgiveness are not words. They're actions of spirit. They're a true movement of consciousness, of God's loving. But in order to use them, in a way that they are true and will work every time. In truth, we need to move in our own consciousness to that spirit by which those tools work. So if you want even the LAF to work, you've got to move to the place within your consciousness by which they can work. And how do we do that? Meditation, seat of the soul. Hugh, Anahugh, initiation names of God. God first and God only. Nothing matters but God. So you come to where God resides. When you're in the physical level, God resides right here, the seat of the soul. When you're out of body in another level, you go to where God resides, right here, seat of the soul, because it exists on every plane of consciousness. And when in the spiritual realms, you find yourself free of time and space, what do you do? You go to where God resides. Where is that? The very top of whatever realm of spirit you're on. 
It is true in every realm of creation, even in this body here. That's why this body is a microcosm of the macrocosm. It is always the same place, inwards and upwards. No matter where you find yourself, even when this body drops, you're no longer here. No matter where you find yourself, it is the same action. Go in, look up. Move towards the brightest light because that light is God. And that's where you will awaken to your divinity. You the soul and you the soul in oneness with God. The drop returns to the ocean. So it's always the same process Always the same experience, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you find yourself. It is the same thing on every realm. Nothing else matters, just God. But in order for that statement to be true, where nothing else matters, only God, for that to be true for you, then you've got to make it so by you going to God, and then it is so. It is so by you making it that way, by your choices and actions in which you choose to live and to be in. So on this journey, keep making just one choice, the same choice over and over, because over and over, in a sense, we're distracted. We're pulled out of that focus of spirit, of loving, of soul, of God, of joy, of peace. It's always the same choice. Always, always. You know, there's so many aspects of God, too. Like I was just saying, joy, peace, grace, gratitude, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, there's so many different aspects. And we can focus on any one of those and begin to live into those. And at times we will, because that's part of the journey of the soul, is to move into, to experience the different aspects of God. I'll tell you what. If you want to make your journey easier, just focus on one aspect. But that's not an aspect. It's loving. That's the beingness of God, not an aspect of God. All the aspects are one in loving. So as you just let loving be your one, sole, and only focus, that's how you get in the river. That's how you move into God's beingness. And then allow God to just bring you into and through every experience that God wants you to have. So God will bring you into all the different aspects of his beingness as you allow it and choose God. God's all that matters, nothing else. So make God first. Make that your only choice. And then allow that choice to be lived and chosen over and over, every moment every day, even when it gets boring and tiresome, even when it's not what you want to do, do it anyway. Because when you do that, then it comes with you, no matter what else you do. 
in your body, your mind, your emotions, imagination, no matter where you're at, that beingness of God is in all of that. So know that as you choose God, God is with you in and through all of that. And who is to say it's not God bringing you through it all anyway? That's the big one. Who's to say it's not God bringing you through it all anyway? All we're doing is waking up to the truth of that. And so, this is the way we awaken to it. Because even once you awaken and merge into the heart of God, you're still going to be experiencing all the other creations. Still going on for me. I know it. I know. And it's still going on. It doesn't stop. The nice thing is, once you awaken into the heart of God and you know that, you really realize it doesn't matter all the rest. And then you really just go along for the ride and it's okay. There's no longer that stress or struggle of the wonder. Is this true? Is it real? I hear these guys talk about it. I hear about all these other teachers through the ages speaking of this truth. But I don't know. Do I trust them? Don't I? How do I know? Look at all the shit I've walked through already. Why is that going to necessarily change? And then we let our fears run us. We're not willing to try something different, to make a change. Because that's often what it takes to make a change. But sometimes that change is simply making a different choice within ourselves. Not just our physical actions. I'm not saying you go change your physical life. It can be as simple as making a change in the direction of your thinking, your feeling, your imagining, and yes, even the physical actions. Because if you want God, you've got to focus on God. And physically to focus on God, we call it meditation. It's not a body position, however. You can be sitting down, laying down, standing up, driving your car, moving around, whatever. It's where you focus inside. That's the choice. That's the change I'm talking about. And the more you keep making that change by choosing to focus on the loving inside. And just hold there as long as you can, whether you're in meditation or whether you're doing the day. The more you can hold your focus and the loving and live that loving, then the loving will bring about whatever change you, the soul, need to have on its journey of awakening, whether it's in the thoughts, a change of thought, a change of heart, a change of emotion, a change of imagination, a change of physical action. When you live in the loving, a loving will bring you through it all perfectly, step by step, on the journey of the soul through every realm. But what really God wants you, the soul, to experience in every realm? That's the simplicity. When you live that, you'll realize it doesn't matter. 
nothing matters but God that is in matter, and that's you, the soul. So you matter. The God that is you is all that matters. Then it is a wonderful journey, a joyful journey, a journey of experience, of divine knowing, divine awakening, the joy of the soul, having experienced all of God's creation, and then once again returning into God's very heart, merging back into that true beingness, the oneness, the experience, the joy, the peace, and all that you've ever heard talked of that. It's all true. Those are nice words. But the experience that you have yourself directly is the best. It is the most wonderful. And hopefully the words will guide you and inspire you to go have that experience for yourself. And once you do, that you keep living that experience every single day. And even after you leave this world, that you continue living that loving, that joy, that peace, that you may find yourself not only in the oneness, but find yourself serving, being in God's loving, because you realize it doesn't matter. So God, wherever you want me, is just fine with me because all I care about is you and being in that flow of your loving no matter where it takes me, no matter what I'm experiencing because I know my oneness in you. So let it be. Let that be your truth by which you live your life, your life, the life of the soul, not this body, or the personality or the ego. The life of the soul, because that's who you really are. Not even the name that you've named this body or somebody else has in this lifetime, but you, the soul, in a journey through this world. <laughs>